Well, hello, everyone. It's me, Dave McMahon. Welcome to another episode of Unleashed, where we talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. You know how passionate I am about consuming beer locally at the uh, the local um, craft beer places that we have within the Niagara region. And you know how passionate I am about food, so hopefully we can talk a little bit about food today. That would be kind of nice. With me in the studio, uh, Michael Nazareth and Victoria Alvarez. They are from Dragon Brewing and Wine in the Garden City of St. Catharines. Welcome to Unleashed, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you guys are here. We're just really thirsty, Dave. You're really thirsty, and we're going to do some beer tasting we're going to crack some beers open uh we're going to get hammered as far as i can gather considering the amount of beer that uh, you brought and i really appreciate that listen it's going to be a fun day victoria i really appreciate that and you guys can do some commentary and this is beer 101 and teach me more about it i mean i enjoy drinking it i have no idea how it's made i know it's quite a process so we could talk about that as well you're the expert on that so uh so michael you first um maybe you could talk about your background prior to launching the dragon brewing yeah, okay, well, you only have 45 minutes for that, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> do you have a background uh, in hospitality, Michael? I, I do, I do. I, um, uh, in my other life before doing brewing, I, um, I launched different uh, wineries and uh, hotels and projects all over the world. So a couple of things I scored for the big boy, Andrew Peller, a long time ago. And then uh, I launched a couple uh, startups, uh, Southbrook Vineyards, Burning Kiln down in Simcoe. Did a couple of projects internationally, and then uh, uh, just when I was about to, you know, thinking about starting my family. And, You're a uh, clever son of a bitch, is I what am, you are. I am. I am. I am. I start, but when I went to go start my my family, I uh, I decided to, and I had a baby uh, and a boy named Dragon. Uh, I decided to open up a brewery. So the name Dragon for the brewery is actually named after my eight-year-old son, Dragon. Nice. Yeah. Very so, nice. So his mom's Croatian, and that's where the background comes from. And then I'm Spanish from Spain. Uh, so his middle name is Rafael. So he got that little Spanish kind of kick to it, right? Very, very, very cool. Yeah. And to your right, we have Victoria Alvarez. Uh, and uh, welcome to the podcast, Victoria. Tell, tell us a little bit about your background uh, in hospitality or your background uh, just before we talk about what, what you actually do for Dragon Brewing. For sure, yeah. So I have been in the hospitality industry for about 10 years now. I started kind of in the front of house, uh, just helped out in the back of house. I started my own business a couple of years ago. And uh, yeah, from there, I've gone into to Dragon, help them out with the front of house, get all that going. And yeah, so I've been in the industry for definitely a good amount of time. And I'm yeah happy to be at Dragon now. Yeah, you enjoy the industry. I do. This I is do. this I is something that you really enjoy doing. A hundred percent. And beer is also a passion of mine. So it was the perfect fit. Yeah, and there's more ladies drinking beer than ever there's, nowadays. There's lots, there's yeah. lots of, lots of ladies delicious. drinking beer, yeah. There is. I, I wanted to bring that up because a couple of my daughters wouldn't really care for beer that often. Yeah. And with such a diverse amount of beer that is available to us now, so many flavored beers and so many different tastes and some hoppy and some not, um, they've gotten into beer. So it's, it's, really, oh, it's yeah. really incredible how many people uh, are enjoying the beverage. Oh, yeah. It's 
amazing. We love it. Well, okay, uh, Michael, what about launching the the brewery? Tell me what how this all come about. Um, when well, did when did you launch the brewery? How so, many years has it been? Uh, 2018 is when we started, but we launched as a virtual brand. So we started with our Garnet beer, uh, which was it's a hazy pale ale. Uh, it's a American pale ale, and it's uh, actually no, it's an East Coast pale ale. Uh, but uh, it's uh, made with Citra, Zaka hops. It's just a beautiful summer beer. Uh, it's in the LCBO right now in grocery stores, and um, we basically put this brand out just so that we, before we invested in a natural brew house, we, we had a contract brewed at Lake of Bays and, uh, um, ironically this pilot batch was made in, on January 5th, which is Dragon's birthday. So we called it Garnet, which is the birthstone of, of January. And, uh, we put it out there and Loblaws ended up picking it up in 111 up their stores across Ontario. Good for you. And then, yeah, so it was great. And then LCBO. Winning. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But, but it was like, where are we going to make all this stuff? Uh, and then we ended up uh, in 2019 uh, looking at finding a property uh, and then taking the steps to start building on the property, which uh, then led us into 2020. And, uh, and then what ended up happening was we had this... Uh, this virus, I guess, that came and put us all in, in, uh, in, I, I guess, you know, uh, we kept us away from each other and closed down everything. So we ended up, uh, building right through COVID and, and we're still here today. So, you know, we still have our, our struggles, like a lot of businesses. So, you know, uh, we want, we want to build as much as we can. So the fact that we're still here, um, says a lot. Says a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're still struggling like other businesses, but it's great. Like, you know, the more people that buy our beer, the better. Uh, we donate 3% of our revenue to Food for Kids. Uh, so that you should feel good drinking our beer because it's money going back to the community, right? Very nice. And that's very kind of you. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask how you sprung back from from COVID, but uh, you're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing great. We're, uh, we're contract brewing for a lot of uh, other brands as well. So ah. uh, we, you know, uh, Ugly Pike, which you tried as well. We That's Frank, Ungar- Frank Ungaro. Frank Ungaro. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Who launched the Ugly Pike? Ugly Pike. He has a great beer. podcast and uh, he's a, he's a, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu to what master yeah. black belt? Well, I don't know. Whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. He can beat you up pretty And fast. he has a martial art academy, not a martial art dojo. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's get it straight. It's yeah. a martial art academy that he has. Uh, Frank's an awesome guy. And uh, often I'll ask Frank, hey, Frank, you got any good people for me to sit down and have a chat with on the podcast? Yeah. And he sends me awesome people like you. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm surprised he actually sent me. So it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right on. How many square feet do you have at your? Uh, facility in St. Catharines. We are 8,500 square feet. Um, we're up in the uh, industrial area by Trinity, South Grantham South. Uh, we converted that whole space in. So there's about 1,700 um, square feet that is like hospitality with a bar and everything, and the rest is all production. Yeah, yeah. So, so because it's Dave McMahon Unleashed as the name of the show yeah. slash podcast, as you know, Unleashed, you know, I, I get to be very loose and very free with my questions. And you could choose whether to answer or not. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it must have cost a shitload of money. Yeah. Right? To set this up. Um, can you give us some idea? Uh, for example, it costs more than how much capital to launch your brick and mortar place to be able to be ready to open to the public like probably it, probably around 3.2 million dollars to do that we got to we got to state like our brew house is a state of the heart 
Brugel's got a 5SL brewing system that's worth about a, uh, about a $1.5 million. Yeah, this is no Mickey Mouse no. rinky-dinky, no. rinky-dinky I'm, I'm place. In, I'm, in, I'm in debt doing this, so... So yeah. you guys need to come out and buy more beer because I got a I got a lot to pay off. But, yeah. uh, Drink up, kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, you know, it, we're honestly, it's just it's a business uh, that we're all starting for the betterment. You know, we want to employ people. You know, uh, start careers for people, and um, we want to succeed as a business. Uh, and you know, we want to do that in a really good community. So we try and and better our community at the same time. So not not very different from any other company um so we all have our challenges you know i don't come from a lot of money at all like i built this on my own savings right so yeah yeah it's uh it's from humble beginnings and we got you know we got our we got our bills to pay as well too right yeah is is are things turning out for the most part as you had initially envisioned never no, I don't think. I, don't think that, well, I mean, what you have envisioned. You, you've you've become adaptable. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Uh, COVID is a good example of this. You're you're thrown into things you never planned for. You have to pivot. You have to adjust. Um, you know, you get that. You have to um, you have to pay that that bad. You don't. Nobody wants to screw anybody else over, right? And uh, you want to. You have all these big ideas. I mean, my my plan was that I was gonna win Lotto Max fifty million and like to have the brewery <laughs> that I wanted and no problems. Have a the full brewery head. was gonna be like a little fun side hustle. Yeah, I have a have a full head of hair, right? I mean, when I started this, I had hair. Now I don't, right? So, <laughs> so that's gonna tell you whether it went to plan or not, right? But uh, no, you know what? But the whole journey, I think, is really cool. Like. At least I did something, right? I mean, how many people say they're going to do something and don't get off, uh, don't get off their their butts, right? And and do that. Yeah. So I think that's uh, no regrets. I, no regrets. And I and I have, you know, a lot of companies that are that are that are you know that fail and all that stuff too. And even with them, I don't think that's a negative at all, because they got up at a time when not a lot of businesses were out there and they did something, right? Uh, I think I saw on the news yesterday that the company that started uh, like Pyrex and uh, what's that, Instapot? They, they yeah. just filed for bankruptcy now, yeah. right? And I, I thought I, Instapot's an awesome thing. Yeah, right? but, yeah. So Ours is collecting show. dust. Our Instapot's collecting dust. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if, to answer the question, I mean, I don't think it'll ever go as planned, but I think there's challenges and things that build character in what you are and... Um, you do what you can with your means, and it's about survival, right? Uh, it's just no different than families at home. So we're running our business, and from a business perspective, I just have a bigger family, all my staff, and um, we're all family. So Yeah, and you've got some awesome staff. Yeah, we do. Like Victoria, who's with Victoria us today? Is awesome. Victoria's awesome. We've got, you know, we got a, uh, a brewing team of uh, Hugo Matsuo and Ryan Dawson. They're awesome. We have uh, Greg Lamb, sales. Lindsay, who's our backbone, our VP, she handles all that. We've got uh, Victoria's sister, Patrick. We have Annalise. We have Abby in the front at the bar. We got Mike Lowe, who, you know, is a retired GM guy, does wine writing, and he, you know, comes in and helps us out, uh, you know, a couple times a week. So awesome. You know, the first time I became familiar with the whole microbrewing, you know, it was it was um, back in the late 1980s at a place in Welland, Ontario called the Atlas Hotel. 
and the man who was in charge of the little mini microbrewery, and it was the first one in the Niagara region, was a man we would call Big John. And then Big John went to Niagara College yeah. to teach uh, microbrewing, and, and I'm not sure if he's teaching it now, but he was certainly... Well, uh, the only, there is a John there that, yeah, that's, Big that's John. the main guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember he, he launched this, and this was like back in the late 80s, you know, in the Niagara region, right inside of the Atlas Hotel. That was cool. the first time I had ever tasted, you know, something that was a microbrewery uh, sort of beer batch, you know, and uh, it's come such a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Today, now were, were were you not were you not a little bit fearful the fact that there's so many other microbreweries? I mean, you know, when you came into this, you did some market research. Yeah, I mean, we, you're the fear is always there. Of right? course, I yeah. Mean, I mean, but you got to jump, right? Uh, and, you, and you don't really gain anything if you don't risk something. Um, True. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I mean, I, we bought a bigger facility, uh, so because we noticed that a lot of these craft breweries were growing fast uh so we didn't have an issue we didn't have to renovate halfway through it we built it all together so that we can grow into our facility um i think with contract brewing we're getting to a point where we're going to reach our capacity so looking at additional ways that we can uh expand that um but, but honestly it's just it's about people and it's about a brand and it's about just having fun right um and it's hard to have fun all the time but uh we have fun most of the time, right? Now, do you do do you allow some drinking at work amongst the staff? <laughs> I mean, I mean, we have to test. We have, yeah. we, have, we, have we test our beers. Great yeah. job. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, we don't we don't want people getting drunk, but you know, having a beer. A three beer limit for the staff while pretty, they're being paid, much, right? Pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's our product, right? Like you know, we joke around about the term breakfast beers, but we do have breakfast beers because we're we're tasting out of tank. We're making sure we have meetings. Uh, quality, you know. I know it'll be sound like it's, it sounds like a joke, but it is quality assurance. We're checking things like as you walk in, you're concerned. You're like, "How's this beer going? Is it clear? Is it filtered? Is it, you know, is it ready to be packaged? What's the carbonation level?" So it, we are tasting it consistently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish I had a few extra hours a week available. I'd definitely come down and yeah, come by. be your we'll volunteer beer tester. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any time in the area, just let us know and come by and, and do that tasting, right? So speaking of breakfast beer, I understand that we're going to do some beer tasting uh, on the podcast uh, today. Yeah. And Victoria has brought in some, some beers. So, Victoria, if you would do the honors and uh, yeah. crack a couple of these puppies open. I, think, I also yeah. want to acknowledge my, uh, my good friend, uh, my best Best friend uh, Dave Kaufman is here. He's taking some pictures. I know he's going to have a little tasty, tasty poo of some of these <laughs> brews. And uh, and maybe as uh, Victoria uh, prepares these and does a little bit of pouring, uh, we're hoping that uh, that Michael can do some commentary on on these beers. So you've got a few different ones here today. So so why don't we talk about uh, the first one that you're going to be pouring, the Easy Easy Ale. So yes. Michael, uh, give us the, an idea of what this is going to be uh, so the tasting easy, before I put it to my lips. Yeah. So the Easy Ale. Um, was ironically a beer that uh, I'll give that Dave, yeah, but yeah. Uh, was you. a beer that came out of a conversation with uh, the with Loblaws. They wanted something simpler to drink, called uh, 
They want they, we basically. I was like, "What type of beer do you guys want?" They want they're like, "We want something simple." And I'm like, "What?" Like they like an easy drinking ale. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, great." So we told our staff, "Cheers, yeah." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I told our staff, like, or our brewers, that we you know we need to make a an easy ale. Oh, cheers, sorry. Yeah, cheers. We'll get a shot of this. Yeah, we'll get a picture of this, Mr. Kaufman. Thank you. Yeah. So it was a competition of like doing an easy ale, and uh, we were brewing uh, our beer, made this beer, and uh, my brewer um, at the time, one of our brewers, you know, uh, his name is BJ. He uh, he has a really good relationship with my son, uh, Dragon. And Dragon's like a typical boy, he loves insects and bugs. I thought you were going to say he's a typical boy that likes to drink beer behind no, his dad's no, back. He, I mean, he probably he's would. He's a bit young. He's a bit young. He would, but, but for AGCO purposes, we, yeah, we yeah. say no. He doesn't. Um, but, uh, you know, he loves bugs, and, and we have some really cool bugs by the brewery. So uh, our brewer caught him a pretty big praying mantis, right? So he played with it for a couple of days and let it go. And when it came time for us to design the label for this beer, you know, I'm like, what are we going to call it? So... We we had this easy rock being playing on the ro- on the on the uh, radio and we had just opened up our patio and this uh, premantis was back there and it looked like it was dancing and I'm like why don't we just call it like easy ale and yeah. uh, and then put a premantis on it right so ah so the okay. premantis is so it has a meaning like all our all our labels have a meaning uh, I, I did talk about garnet being you love know, the artwork garnet too going. yeah on the easy so ale can we we, did, we work with local artists and we're changing the series so this easy ale label was actually made um, to be support other businesses as well so we get our printing done at Burtnick Printing in St Catharines and um, Leslie who's one of the uh, designers there designed that and it was such a fun label because we started doing this event called dragon after dark and we had a dj there at night so she incorporated the uh the um premantis with the dj and if you look on his headphones or her headphones i don't know whether it's male or female but um the, on the headphones it actually says mantis on on the headphones so it's pretty cool yeah, it's very cool. So we should drink this. Mm-hmm. All right, cheers. Cheers to everyone. I'll give this to Mr. Dave Kaufman. He can take a nice picture of the can. Great. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cling, cheers. Cling, cling, yeah. cling. Here we go. Here we go. Absolutely delicious. So why don't we, why don't we, I think, why don't we let uh, Victoria tell us what she thinks of this beer? Or, or of course, I that. love Easy Ale. <laughs> Super easy drinking. Yes. one for the summer. So smooth. And you can legit have it with your egg scramble or your... Exactly. Perfect breakfast. You know, your BLT, your morning BLT. And smooth and and just very refreshing. It is. Oh, yeah. You can crush a couple of these as you're just laying at the pool. What What is the alcohol percentage on this particular one that we're drinking now? So this one is 4%. Okay. So it's not not too heavy. Like that, so yeah, yeah, really good. So, people should know that when they go to your microbrewery, that this one again is called the Easy Ale. Easy Ale, yes, a blonde yeah. ale. It's a blonde ale, it is. nice and smooth. It is, has some floral, some citrus notes in it. I'm not making any dirty jokes, Michael. <laughs> I mean, you know, Michael, you know, Michael, that there's ways to drink wine and ways to taste wine yeah i actually come from a wine background as well so you know all about that but but here's my question michael is there a certain way that we should have been i'm asking you now after we sucked it back is there a certain way like do you take a little (laughs) micro sip 
uh, swish it in your mouth. Like, I don't know. Like, I've never went on YouTube University to look up. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that it probably is because we need we need some beer expert or somebody to make yes. some money, right? I mean, people that. They make like, up a job, and oh. it's like, okay, you know what I mean? Here's the you, protocol. You really, you really want me to get started about this? Like, yeah, yeah. Honestly, because, like, it's like so my family's own, you know, wineries in, in Spain and Italy and, and stuff like that. And I came in, and I worked the wine industry here. So I think one of my biggest pet peeves, I mean, you know, we hear about sommeliers and all this stuff, which is great. But in reality, like, experts are experts, but, like, who really gives a shit, to be honest with you? Right? Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> I heard you swear, so I said that, and that's cool. Unleashed. Because, because, like, I think we're always looking for people to be like, oh, my God, this is an amazing beer or wine or whatever else. And you go to the LCBO, and you've got somebody, you know, that's when you want that expert to be like, hey, what's a good drinking wine? And they can tell you. But it's always going to be their opinion, right? I mean, like, if you like dark beers, you're going to recommend a dark beer. But if I don't like a dark beer, then I'm not going to drink it. And I'm not going to find what you like. So it's we're always looking to other people's opinions. Yes, but not knowing what their preferences are, and they could make the best preference. It's there. I just think that, you know, yes, for an educational level, it's cool, it's fun, whatever. But then people, there's also people that just decide that they want to, you know, make money and they don't want to invest in an actual business and they want to just become an expert or a. We have the same problem in the dog training industry. Yeah. So, for some of the listeners that may not know, I own the Dave McMahon Dog Academy in Niagara Falls. Plug, plug for me. Yeah. Uh, But the thing is, it's the same thing. We've got people writing stuff on the internet and publishing stuff, and some of them don't even have a dog. Yeah. Like they're just, you know, self proclaimed experts, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and when I when I when I first moved to the area, right, like um, like Dragon's mom's a winemaker, went through uh, through you know was was a student at Brock, and what ended up happening was like you go to all these like wine events and stuff, right? And even working in the wine industry, and you're sitting. I think it's time and place. So I think when you go to like a winery and you're doing a tasting, that's when they tell you to sip and swirl and smell and do all that fun stuff. But then I think it's also it is time and place. So like I've been at like banquets and, and like, or like events and there's speeches going on. And then all of a sudden while the speech is going on, you've got someone like sniffing the glass, but they're like doing it in such a, you know, aggressive way. They're like, and then they like put it in their mouth and they're like, right? like it's, it's so distracting. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, and, but these are like people yeah. that are like experts. They're like winemakers and stuff. And these are the people that are making the noise. And you're like, Jesus. But they're like, very niche in their style. And yeah. that's like their little calling card. That's like their little thing they want to be remembered like, by, you're like, maybe. You're like, Jesus Christ, we're at an event. Like, just drink the damn thing, right? Like, exactly. So from a, the reason I went with like, <laughs> with like beer, I think, is like, People always ask me this, and they're like, well, is this a certain way to drink it? And I'm like, yeah, open your mouth and swallow. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's a fun thing. It's about I love like, your genuine attitude. I love it. But it is. Like, I mean, in wine, like, I mean, you know, everybody's got this special glass you got to drink for, which is cool. Like, great. But in reality... Certain glasses can change the chemistry or flavor, supposedly. Okay, well, let me ask you. So you drink wine, right? I do. Okay, so... But I'm not a wine expert. I'm just a but, wine but, drinker. But, but, but here's, here's, here's the whole thing, is that... If you were to drink wine, like, what's your best memory of a wine? Was it was it the bottle, the glass, or was it the experience of where you were and who you were with? Exactly, and right. So that's the same thing. And I and I and that's what my argument is: is like I don't really like. Okay, great, fancy glasses. We're doing an event. We're trying to impress people. Whatever. But if you just want to have a really great experience, like you can drink out of a water glass. Like I've had great memories where I was like walking through Italy and Spain, went through a corner store, bought a baguette or or you know, bread, some buffalo mozzarella, and then had 
a wine bottle and opened a wine bottle with my shoe. There's a trick. You can actually use the heel of your shoe to hit bang against a yeah. tree, pop the cork out, and drink it right out of a bottle. And it was like the best bottle Brilliant. of wine I've had at the scenery, like everything else, right? So I think it's just a, the, the whole idea is like enjoy a great product that you like, support local, but drink it with friends or have a really great experience. I mean, you talk about food. What do you like to eat? Like you like chicken wings. You will like crush a beer. Like, yeah. it doesn't really matter, right? Like, it's that's the whole idea behind, I think, Dragon Brewing is, like, it's about family, it's about community, it's about the experience that you have. Just don't overthink it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've enjoyed beer and wine out of a coffee mug on numerous occasions because that's the only thing that was clean in my reach at the time in my kitchen. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Here, I'll grab this. Yeah. And my buddy's saying, no, no. No, no, you, you, you don't put beer in a coffee mug. Why not? Yeah. You don't put wine in a coffee mug. Why not? It's I mean, I'm not, are you going to make fun of me and take a picture? Dave's drinking beer and wine out of a coffee mug. Right. Like, it's, it's, I think it's something, it's something to hold it, right? I mean, whatever you can find that will hold it, just drink it in there, right? So Victoria is going to pour uh, our next uh, sample. So we're going to go with the Niagara River Lions, The Hunt. That's right. Never tasted it. Never tasted Niagara uh, River Lions, The Hunt. Never tasted that beer. Seen it. Yeah. You know, seen it in a few places. I'm not sure if I saw it in Camisos or where the hell yeah, I was. Yeah, it's at Camisos, yeah. So I've seen it. family's awesome. Oh, for sure. Us and like Mike and Rocky, and it's great. They've always been supportive of us like since day one. And they actually knew my, my son Dragon since he was like born. So he's grown up. They, they all know him. And like, you know, with all the employees there, it's just an awesome awesome uh, i'm a big fan of camisos yeah i'm a big fan of the family a couple of them have brought their dogs to me for obedience classes as well and that's where my wife and i shop mostly is at camisos in the falls super supportive family super so we love camisos we really do they're they're awesome another another plug there eh, guys oh man we're we got to do it we hey we're unleashed so we can do what we want so so okay michael what what sort of commentary what sort of words you're going to tell us about this particular beer now well i'm being a Spaniard, I mean, there's two things, two sports we like, which is football, a.k.a. soccer, and basketball. That's what we'd play. So when I found out that we were getting a, our own basketball team, I've been supporting the uh, the River Lions since day one, getting my uh, season tickets, courtside, whatever else. So when they came out, I noticed that they had made a beer. We were, we were at Cully's, I think, and, and, they, and there was a beer that was made, the River Lions beer, and I was like, it was it. Okay, so... Pardon me, whoever made that beer, but it wasn't the best beer at that time. But um, but they they was some pretty crappy branding on it, and talked to Riverlines guys. They hadn't okayed it, um, so I reached out to them, and when we were building the brewery, and I said like, "Listen, can we be the official beer for you guys and like make it for you?" So we actually designed the the lion on the can uh, and made a really cool lion, and we actually hid the management teams initials in the main of the lion as well so that's uh that's there as well um and with the river lions what we do they support uh the food for kids charity so when you buy this beer uh, they match the three percent so six percent of the sales go to food for kids mm-hmm. um Cully's has always been a really great supporter in St. Catharines. Um, they carry the the hunt beer, so when game day is, or if you're just there, they're doing a really cool promotion with it. Um, you can enjoy it. A lot of people come up to us and say, hey, like, I mean, here's another rule in the beer industry, is that 
if um, if you're uh, in, uh, you, you make a beer for the River Lions, it's going to be available at the games. Uh, it's not available at the games, just to let you know that as well. So you can only get it in certain areas like Camisos and Cullies and all that, but uh, unfortunately right now it's not available at the Meridian Center for the games. Right. right. I mean, it Good. should be. It should be, right? Good but, to know. Yeah. What are, so we're about to taste this River Lions Pale Ale. Pale Ale. Yeah. The Hunt. Yes. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers to you guys. Thank you so much for bringing this. It's great to drink while we do the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite beers. It's really good. It's crispy, like it, crispy, crushable. Just, I'm uh, speechless. I really, really like this one. Yeah, there's a, little, there's a little bit of that bitterness in the hops, but it's not overpowering. It's like uh, a medium-bodied. Yeah, like exactly. it's not. It's not super strong. Doesn't grab your mouth really hard, like some. Yeah. you know, heavier stuff. Perfect. It's honestly perfect for like wings and stuff like that. So like everything that Colleys offers in terms of menu-wise, I mean, this is your go-to beer, right? And uh, and then plus. You know, percentage of, of it goes to food for kids. So again, you feel good. Cause yeah, you feel good because you're helping a good cause. And that's so kind of you. Um, so I was hoping you were going to do some uh, beer and food pairings. And like you say, wings, wings and beer, they go. And nachos and beer go yeah. well together. And so does tacos yeah. and empanadas. Funny, funny you say that. All that stuff, because my wife and I are crazy over that kind well, of you thing. Well, you got to come by on Friday, because we got Carson's food truck there. Like We're, we're, we're trying to get... We did, the way we built the site, is, it's not... Like, there's some awesome breweries, like, you know, you've got uh, Counterpart and Grist and all that stuff. They have the old kitchens. We just never built a kitchen. We built it more for beer focus, and the idea was to get, like, food trucks and, and our partners to come out there. So... That's, we have our base like charcuterie and things that you can have there, but uh, and it's nice little munchables to eat. Um, but you know we like to get these food trucks in, and Carson's is another be another supporter for us. So they're doing like a fi Friday Father's Day fish fry type thing. Yeah, nice. I've heard of Carson's yeah. food truck. Yeah, and they're cool. I mean, they have a pizza place up here in Niagara Falls as well. Yeah, so, yeah. Same, same yeah. company, same yeah. family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never even been to their pizza uh, in the falls yet. Yeah, it's, it's takeout. You definitely have to go. Yeah. Yes, awesome. yeah. So it's uh, it's on, on Lundy's Lane. Okay. Yeah, going closer to Allenburg, but amazing place. They have really cool specialty pizzas. Their food truck is a lot of cool different sandwiches and nice. fried creations and all that. So That's somebody that just went by on a skateboard, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you skateboard, Michael, when you were a kid? Um rollerblade skateboard yeah i did actually i skateboarded and actually i still do i have a longboard yeah and uh because that, that just popped into my head no obviously it triggered it seeing a kid go by the skateboard but i thought i'm gonna ask him i think you might have done that i don't know why i thought that yeah i've, I've longboarded. longboard actually i i just took these are images i took dragon for teaching him to longboard right so he's got... And a longboard means it's a longer skateboard? It's a longer skateboard, bigger bigger ball, uh, big balls. Bigger balls. Bigger tires. Bigger tires. Bigger tires. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's great because... See, well, I'm really like, we're doing taster sizes here, like five ounces. I know. Hey. Um, but, like, but the thing is, like, it's great because you, you push it and it, it goes a lot longer and like it... it it glides right like so it's yeah. not like when those little skateboards that we did growing up the ones with the with the plastic wheels and not rubber and then you hit a rock and you <laughs> and you like graze your whole face and you're done right like, so now it's a, it's a lot of fun and it's good to 
to do that. And I, um, I took him to Spain in August of last year for uh, the Paloma Festival. And uh, we got to ride on these, like, those electric scooters that they have in Europe. And those are awesome. Those and you're, awesome. you're, you're, you're standing up and you're controlling it with handles? Yeah. Like, Uber, Uber has them in like, Europe. It's great. You just, like, do it through your Uber thing and you, yeah. and you go. And they're fast. And they can go on streets and everything else. So it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So there's your taxi and there's your Uber, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, you're better, it's, it's better taking those than the taxis because you can just weave through. Now, everything. I did, I believe that is what I was on when I was uh, on vacation a few years ago at one of the resorts. I believe that you, we were on one of those. Yeah, yeah. And it was very cool. But you still have to balance yourself to some degree. Yeah, it's okay. I Minimal mean, skill. You can ride a bike and do that and you're good to go, right? Yeah. Now, are we continuing taste testing? Yeah, like I'm thirsty. Very exciting. I, I wasn't kidding. I had a couple of meetings before this, and my mouth is dry walking in here, so I'm like ready to go. <laughs> so while uh, Victoria uh, cracks open the next can of beer mm-hmm. from Dragon Brewing, uh, I would like you just to give your social media links now, and then a little bit later at the end of the podcast. Our social so media links. How about we give the website? First. Yeah, so it's www.dragonbrewingandwine.com, but always remember that dragon is spelt D-R-A-G-A-N. So it's Dragon. 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 Dragon, yeah. The name of your son. My name of my son, yeah. Which inspired you to name the brewery after that. Yeah, it's pretty badass, and like, it's, um, you know, uh, the the translation actually means sweet, like in a lot of Eastern European countries. Uh, So when, when moms usually like... Put their kids to bed. They like pat their heads. They like draga, draga, right? Like so. It's yeah. It's actually, it actually and they would chant that. Oh well, yeah, I guess. Or like like you did. It's like it's like, it's like there. Or am there, I reading too deep? I don't know if it's a chant. It's more like <laughs> a here, here, right? Like, hey, like, puma, like puma, yeah, dragon, dragon. We, well, we started playing soccer this year, so I'm I'm cheering dragon, dragon. Yes. All the time, right, but uh, or more like yelling and like. Pay attention to the ball, kind of thing. But yeah, pay attention to that fucking ball. Yeah, yeah, no. So or I'll pull you out of this sport. So we're we're um, on on Instagram. We're Dragon Brewing and Wine, and uh, and I think same thing for Facebook. We're not really big on Twitter because we don't really want to like talk to people not every minute of every day. <laughs> like here at Dragon Brewing, our brewers are taking poops right now. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think we really want anybody yeah. to know that. Yeah. Minute by minute update but we can, of, we, of dumb we shit. We can guarantee that with COVID restrictions and, and everything and just plain old sanitation, they like wash their hands, we promise. Yeah. Right? So it's all good. But um, yeah, I know. It's great. Um, um, so Victoria, your thoughts about this beer and, and what this is. And then I want to go to Michael to get his input. So gasolina is probably one of my favorite ones right now. Gasoline? Gasolina. 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 Pale yeah, yeah. ale. Like Daddy so, Yankee. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so it was actually something creative that our brewers came up with. They, um, yeah, they wanted kind of a nice, easy IPA that's crushable for the summertime. And so they came up with a gasolina. So it's a small batch one, so it's only available for a limited amount of time. But it's, uh, yeah, it's more of a hazy pale ale. has notes of citrus. Um, They've added agave into it. True, yeah, there's agave. Yeah. Tequila. Oh, I'm a tequila fan, yeah. Yeah. So so there's little notes of that. But yeah, it's a really nice summer beer as well. It is. Yeah, it's it's not, it's very light-bodied. Yeah. So Cheer, cheers, cheers again. Cheers again, everyone. Ching, 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 ching. My arms aren't that long, Dave. Is David on the floor sleeping? Or he's no, just no, taking no. pictures. <laughs> taking pictures. I'm trying to get the optimum angle here. That's all he's yes, doing. Yeah, yeah. Great. But this is good when I'm sitting at the beach. Yeah. 
or sitting by the fire. It can be at night around the fire. It can be whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, but, but... But it's but, nice on a hot day, though. The yes. citrus. It is, yes. 100%. On a nice hot day. It's but one of my favorites right now. You have to be playing this while you're doing it. <laughs> that's 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 the one requirement of drinking this beer. That's how they got the name for this. Beer. Yeah, they it's, were it's funny. It's funny because we love it. You know, not, I'm not, we're not talking culturally things here, but like we are one of the most diverse breweries in in, in Ontario. I think, like, I mean, Spanish owned. We you know our brewers are Brazilian, Japanese, and you know, African. We have Lindsay's Canadian. You know, your Half Chilean Latino, and Finnish, yeah. yeah, half Latino, like Chilean and Finnish, and so we've got we've got a lot of we've got a lot of diversity like, there. Yeah, but everybody's kind of got that inner Latino in them, so we're all good, right? So especially when you're partying, you have yeah, a lot of yeah. that inner Latino. Exactly. Let that inner Latino out. Yeah. And and that they know the the, the inner Latino. That's what you, we all have to let that out and have a great time. I mean, um, you can't enjoy tacos without you know embracing your inner Latino. But the the food is so important to pair it, eh? yeah. so yeah, like this would be phenomenal with uh, with a lot of the the different uh, you know even Caribbean food, Mexican food. I mean, honestly, like, so you know, I mean, going back to like what we were talking about wine. When when you look at wine and when they do wine pairings, I mean, they pair like when they can't when they find a food that's kind of hard to pair with, they pair it with like champagne or sparkling wine, right? And essentially, that has that effervescence, right? Like you've got that that carbonation, which then kind of lets everything pair with it. So beer, in you know, in that same way, pairs with pretty much everything as yeah. well, right? I mean, burger. Like I mean, you think about it. You're eating. You're eating a burger. You're having whatever you you are having, and uh, and you're getting to enjoy a burger, a taco, whatever else you essentially want to do, right? So. You need sushi with beer. Like, yeah. There's nothing really. I mean, the like. only thing I wouldn't eat with beer is like a banana split or. Why you know, have you tried ch- it? Cherry cheesecake. Why no. Not? Have you Have you ever had dessert while you're drinking beer? Well, why not? I've never tried it. Like it's, it's actually. It's actually. It, it is actually really funny. So I mean, I mean I, there's people out there probably making a beer float. I think I was at a supermarket <laughs> in Niagara the Lake when before we we started the brewery, but I'm pretty sure. I think it might have been at. At Port Luzi and uh, hometown ice cream was there, and Silversmith was there, and they ended up taking their black lager and they put a, a scoop of vanilla in it, and it was delicious. It's Ooh. a beer float, which was actually really good, right? I mean, I'm not sure how your stomach feels after that, but why not? Yeah. I mean, it all goes in the same place, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't think. I, I think there's, there's really no rule to anything. I mean, if you're willing to try something, all the power to you. Like it's it's really cool. I mean, even with ice wine, a long time they've always thought that ice wine could be should only be drank young. So and now there's yeah. some really cool ageable ice wines that taste like sherry kind of thing, right? So yeah, never say never. You always got to watch what you say and when you know when you say something, you can't be done with something. Someone's going to come out and do it. I've enjoyed all of the beers uh, that you've brought uh, today, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, um, we got a lot more left. I okay, I have the first, we're, which is my favorite. Okay, so I we're gonna we're gonna do another beer out. tasting. Yeah, let's for sure. First. But I do have a question for you. I am also a big fan of darker, darker ales. Correct me if I'm which is wrong. What we're trying right now. Oh, we're sweet. Trying to brown ale. And I like the brown ales. I like the dark ales, and I like something that has the coffee in it. Yeah. The so coffee this, flavor so or the this, coffee, love that too. So this beer, without jumping the gun, I mean, the first essentially was a beer that was a mistake. So uh, 
so you guys are in the area with so Jeff Rose used to be here, right? Yeah, Jeff Rose was down there. Yeah, so now it's a now it's another it's Havana, now, Havana, now it's a right? Cuban restaurant. So I know I know Jeff, and now I know and I know the new owner of Five A for uh, Five A here as well. They just did the grand opening. Right? Yes, and and Five A's wife Maria yeah. was on the show. Did yeah. a great job representing so their new had, restaurant. She and Dragon's mom did a. We've known them as well. She and Dragon's mom did like a fashion trip together, and that's how I met her as well. So yeah, awesome, awesome people. Um, but we made, so Jeff Rose, we were going to do a small batch for Jeff Rose called a red, a red ale. And what ended up happening was that one of our suppliers, they mislabeled one of the grain, uh, bags, which was actually darker malts. And out of it, we got this brown ale. And, uh, so we had to make another batch for them for red ale. And then this became our, our brown ale. And this was our first small batch that we did. So when we named it, we called it the first. The first, yeah, yes, it, it's historic. Exactly, you know, and, and a lot of our. Uh, so my background in in, uh, in university was on on their history and ancient historical studies. So the first is actually we got we got thrown into this whole Game of Thrones Viking type thing, and um, this is actually the for the Norwegian, the, yeah, the, the, um, the Viking, the Norwegian Viking first giant. So okay. like, there's some really cool things on his belt. You can see like little pieces of like the tree of life and things like that. So there's some really cool things. You can enjoy our cans and, and, and a lot of people ask us, they're like, well, how come you guys don't do kegs? We do do kegs for like people that will give us commitment. Like basically like Beyonce says, if you like it, but are bringing on it. Yeah. So, so we just say, listen, we'll, we'll make kegs for you. If, if you commit to us like three months, six months, whatever, put us on tap. Just don't be a one off or like, we don't like one night stands. Right. So, no. So no, you uh, want some commitment. I mean, one night stands are fun, but 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 you want you want you want to keep getting it more, especially when it's good, right? So yeah. so that's what we do. But this is your chocolate, your coffee. If you like Modelo Negro, this is your beer, right? I mean, you can drink this all day. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna sniff it first. I feel like I'm gonna about to taste some scotch. I'm gonna sniff. Yeah. Well, they do that with wine too. Yeah. Oh, I can taste, I can smell some greatness in here. You got that coffee. Like, this is And thing. now I'm going to. Because people come in and they're like, oh, dark beer, can't drink it. Like, it's, but like I say, we always say, Modelo Negro, if you like oh. it, you drink that all day long in Mexico, do it. This is taco beer. This is burger beer. This, this is, is my favorite out of everything that I have tasted yeah. so far on yeah. today's podcast. Yeah. This, I, mm-hmm. this is the cat's ass. Pretty much. Per, you know, and, it, and funny you say that. It does. It actually speaks for itself because it won a gold at the World Brewing Awards in the UK. So we took this into Europe and sent to Europe, and they tasted it, and it won a gold. Best in country, awesome. No wonder. No the, wonder it's a it's yeah. an award winner. Exactly. It's goddamn delicious. Yeah. Exactly. So, and you got that coffee note. So if you want to do breakfast beers, this is the perfect beer to do. You mm. put in your coffee mug. Put in your coffee mug. Drink this thing all day long. Now we've been sitting. For a while, and we've been talking and t- test, taste testing uh, many different beers, yep. shooting the shit, having a great time on the podcast. Yeah. Um, and so, of course, the the beer arrives cold, 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 and I appreciate that. Now the temperature has has uh, changed a bit, you know, as, as we've sat here. Yeah. And, and and this beer is no longer cold, 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 but I love it. Yeah. I love it. There are certain beers that I can drink at a room temperature. And this is one of them. I'm not saying this is room temperature. It's still a little bit, you know, more cold than that. Yeah. But this is great. I could let this go room temperature for like three or four hours 
and still enjoy the flavor of it. Yeah. Not all beer has to be ice, ice cold. No, I think well, I think I think I think the English get 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 suckered for this, but like you know they they order they they call the the pub ahead of time, order their pint of Guinness or whatever they're having, and then so when they get there, it's warmed up a bit, right? So I, it's I think everything evolves basically. When it's cold, it masks certain flavors, but when it warms up, it brings more flavor profiles and notes, right? Like you get just like wine, you get flavoring from from the yeast, but from this, you also get it from the hops and the grain that you use, right? We've got another cool beer coming out. This is incredible, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell the listeners the name of this beer again. So this is called The First. It's the first brown ale. It's got an awesome Viking on it. Uh, great artwork. Um, artwork done by an awesome artist uh, out of Hamilton named Sam Astrobio. Um, it's just so much detail, and the beer is just as good as the, as the label. Um, we do have another beer coming out that's going to be available in the beer stores and through us, uh, and it's going to be called Legacy, which um, we're doing that. Uh, it's going to have some uh, paella. If you've ever had paella, it, we actually incorporated paella rice into it. So it's I have had paella. Yeah, so it's going to use the, the actual... I've also had peyote. Peyote, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's, a, that's a whole different <laughs> That's thing. another podcast altogether. But, but yeah, we're using, we're using the paella rice, the... the um, uh, the bomba rice in there, and it's really cool. And it's another four percenter beer, and it's it's going to compete with uh, with um, Dos Equis, right? I mean, now that they don't have the world's most interesting man anymore, I figured we, we might as well be the mo- world's most interesting people. Of course, dragon, right? I love Dosaki too. As far as yeah. a, a big name brand, yeah. you know, Dosaki is great. My wife makes a Michelada. Yeah. And using the, the Dosaki, yeah. you know, and then the Clamato juice. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the way she makes that Michelada with the Dosaki, yeah. to me, is the, one of the best Caesars I've ever had. It's, it's, a, it's a great thing to do. And people are always like very much like into the, the process of everything being pure. But like Micheladas are great. But even have a try a Chilada, which is so Chilada is just salted rim. Yep. Uh, and then you have your beer and then a little bit of lime juice on it. And that's really refreshing as well. Yeah, so. Moosehead just put out a chilada. Yeah. A lime and salt. I yeah. just tried it for the first time uh, how last it? weekend. Excellent. Yeah, great. Excellent. And I was like, what's this? Chilada, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Moosehead just put it out, and I thought it was pretty good. But this is all about you. Uh, I've had a blast having you guys on the podcast. Yeah, we've had fun, too, this mm-hmm. past by so quick the taste testing has been phenomenal uh thank you to my uh, best friend uh, over here mr david kaufman taking pictures and hanging with us today he uh david kaufman makes um whelping boxes he is known as the whelping box guy what's a whelping box and the whelping box is where a female dog will give birth to her beautiful puppies and he constructs and makes these whelping boxes that are second to none so that the female mom can uh, deliver her puppies in a very uh, spacious uh, comfortable uh, waterproof uh, beautiful safe environment so yeah. so that's what he does uh, so check him out on Instagram right awesome so the whelping you, box guy where, where's your where's your place like where you do the the dog training Is that the dog of- training right here in Niagara Falls oh sweet so 10 minutes from here nice. uh, at Poor Circle and I've been running the Dave McMahon Dog Academy now for 31 years 
maybe a bit longer because I think it could even be a bit longer than 31 years. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. It becomes a haze after a while. I just love it. After 25 years, it is a haze, especially after you taste test beer. all yeah, this. And we left, and we left from what we brought more samples. You can just keep that Holy here. Holy shit. I know, it's amazing. You guys are the best. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Victoria and Michael, for yes. joining us from Dragon Brewing. Uh, one more time, your website, please. Yeah, so it's www.dragon, D-R-A-G-A-N, uh, brewing. If you don't know how to spell brewing, you guys need to know learn how to spell that. It's brewing and <laughs> A-N-D, wine, W-I-N-E, dot com. Um, we don't have our wine yet, but we do support local wineries. Uh, and hopefully in the next year, we'll, we'll have our, our, our wine out soon. Right on. Looking forward cool to that. Packaging. Yeah. yeah. Pleasure hanging out with you. No problem. And Come thanks, by any time. Uh, thanks to Frank and Garo for putting us together. I know. Good old Frank. Good old Frank. And the he has place. a great habit of putting good people with good people. I know. I know. He's been trying to get me out to go fishing with him, and I'm just not that guy to go fishing. I'll let him catch me a pike, and then we'll yeah, be good. And check out the Ugly Pike podcast with Frank and Garo. That's a good podcast. For sure, yeah. Next time, next time you should get us on, and we'll... Uh, We'll chat about how we met. That's an interesting story, too. Let's so, do it. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll get you and Frank in the same room and me here. And we'll have a blast in Victoria. All right. Have yourselves a doggone great day, everyone. I'm Dave McMahon. You are listening to Unleashed on 4680Q.ca and 4680Q.com. All right. Bye. See you later.